T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, Cincinnati, more like Wincinnati, right? Mr. Tuna in a can sticks his tail between his legs, and the Chiefs go scoreless in the fourth quarter once again. We'll hear from Andy Reid live at noon now. Two guys who know a little something about trash talking, but not backing it up. Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. Some trash talk right off the start of the show. We we have the full crew back together. Do something about it. We have the full crew back together. I'll kick your ass. 10 a.m. on a Monday. Wow. Okay. Kind of escalated it. Welcome back. There, don't you think? <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, that's not, that's the first words uttered from Cody after being gone for a week. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. That was the first thing. You waited a whole week. A whole week. Well, good to see you as well. Uh, we do have the full crew together. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwartz with you. Uh, it is good to have everybody ready to roll here on a Monday. And we will hear from Andy Reid coming up. At noon, uh, I don't. I don't know what you did for a full week. I have no idea yet. Your eyes. I look, was sick. Your eyes don't look pink or anything. They, uh, they look, that that definitely they, occurred. They look normal. Turns out pink eye is gone very quick. The other illness in my house much longer. Other illness. Many which, other days. Which illness? It was just like a cold or something. Half the family had ended up on antibiotics. It was a mess. We all missed Thanksgiving. Now that sucks. That, it's a disaster. That sucks. Thanksgiving already feels like it was a month ago, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know. You said you missed Thanksgiving, but then I saw you tweeting out a bunch of pictures of all the baked goods you took to Thanksgiving. So I did take those. Would love an explanation on that. I was still responsible for that. So you, with a highly contagious disease. No, pink eye was already gone by then. Well, I hmm. told Nick this. I said... I would rather have a baked good from someone with pink eye than you just sitting across from me with pink eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was like, I don't think pink eye is contagious to the pot. That's what I said. I was like, you bakes. Can, if you, you, even if you itched your eye and baked, by the time it's cooked, there's no way you're eating it and getting pink <laughs> yeah, eye. That's yeah. not how, there's no way that's working out. I'd be more concerned about you like being showing right up next and to hanging me. out. Yeah. yeah. But no, it is. Well, we're all back. It doesn't we matter. We are. And you guys can, of course, hit us up on the J Southland Tow Service text line 913 586 7610. It's actually working today. On Friday, we unfortunately did not. As have is the, the video stream. So we're, we're just like fully operational I mean, again. I mean, we are ready to go. We are. And of course, we are going to talk plenty throughout the show today about Cincinnati, who flat out, look, I, I didn't want to say it. Nobody likes it. It's not fun seeing the other team get to have all the trash talk coming right back in your direction. But the Bengals can say whatever the hell they want because they are 3-0 and against you, including that AFC title game, as we know, last year. Now, yesterday, in the week where the Chiefs were trash-talking for the first time, really. We know Andy Reid wasn't a huge fan of that, and this is kind of why you're not a huge fan of it because it also sucks when you end up losing. The Bengals right now are the Chiefs' kryptonite. I, I gave the comparison to Lamar Jackson's comments back in 2020 when he was asked about from a reporter, like, you know, why do you – why do you guys really struggle? What do you think it is against Kansas City? He's like, you mean our, our kryptonite? And everybody kind of laughed, and we played the audio of it, and it was true until last year when Baltimore beat Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs are in that same spot. Joe Burrow and Cincinnati are the kryptonite right now for Kansas City. No other team has been in this spot against Patrick Mahomes. Three three-point losses, five losses in the last year for Kansas City. Three of them are to the Cincinnati Bengals, man. It's... They own them like for all the because the trash talk sucks. And we can talk about that in a minute because the defense did not in any way back it up. But Cincinnati has their number. And I think the scariest part for me is they're beating them in different games. They don't all look the same. And one of the games, it's just Jamar Chase is better than the world. So Jamar Chase is just going to destroy us. They were down 10 points in both those games. 
came from behind. The Chiefs didn't have the playmakers in the secondary to slow down Cincinnati. And then in this one, the Chiefs were the team that was down 10. They made the comeback, and they still blew it. Like, it's the same thing. So, like, the game is different, but the result is the same, which is leading to, once again, them losing to Cincinnati. There's nothing more to say about it. It is hard to go into, if you go into a playoff game right now, it would be hard for me to go into a playoff game between the Chiefs and Cincinnati and say confidently that they're beating Cincinnati, a team that they simply don't beat. Like, you have to, in reasonable stances, if you're a national media person, I understand in Kansas City, pick and respect a lot of different things. But if you're, but if you're reasonably headed, you'd be like, hey, who's going to win a game in the playoffs between Cincinnati and Kansas City? How can you say Kansas City right now? They, they, they've, like, surpassed the bills of the team I want to see the le- less in the playoffs because of this. That's absurd. The bills have been the more talented team over the course of that time. And I would rather see Buffalo in Buffalo then see Cincinnati on either field. Well, yeah, I'm you, sick you, of seeing them. They keep beating Kansas City. Well, because you, you've seen Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs beat Buffalo in the biggest games. You've seen them beat them in a divisional round game. Yeah, the regular season games, if you're going to really expand it out, uh, you know, I mentioned the five losses in, in the last year and three of them being to Cincinnati. Of course, uh, the other one uh, that you can factor in is that that Buffalo Bills team. But it is weird how quickly things have shifted. And this was the was was always going to be the the outcome if Kansas City would lose to Cincy on Sunday. And this this was always going to be how you would have to look at Cincinnati. It's kind of the springboard for Cincy because last year they beat Kansas City in the regular season. And that's when people started to take Cincinnati much more seriously. That's when they were playing their best. Right. But people took them seriously. Once they beat Kansas City, they were like, okay, all right, well, they can beat, they can beat Kansas City. That was the first time they beat Kansas City. Then come playoff time, it was the AFC title game. And it was like, well, they're not, they're not going to be able to do that at Arrowhead though. That, that, okay, that's not going to happen. Of course they beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Now this go around, it was like, well, if they win and they're 3-0, and then then what can you say? You're, you're going to buy into Cincinnati again, and here we sit on a Monday, and I know they're they're tied there with Baltimore, although Lamar's hurt, so they still haven't won that division on, on either side. They're going to have to win some more games. But if Lamar they, misses three weeks, yeah, it sure feels it, like they're going to win it. And since he still has Buffalo on the schedule, so we'll see. There's a lot of time left there, but you're right. Right now, if you're picking a team you don't want to see in the playoffs, it is it's, far and away Cincinnati. You know, it's funny. Like Other teams have kicked their ass. Like, you know, Tennessee's beating them up. Buffalo's beating them down, right? Other teams have, like, really taken it to them. Like, beaten them handily. Proven they could bury them in a regular season. You know, but Cincinnati's games are never like that. They're always down to the bitter end. And it's always seemingly the same spot they were in in this game, which is, can you get one stop? Can you do one thing? It's like third and 15, and we send the all-out blitz because we're trying to keep them out of field goal range, and Jamar Chase catches it. Or it's third and 11 after they, the Cincinnati made a mistake. Gave you a freebie sack for George Karloff. It's just gift wrap one for him. And you still can't stop. And look, stopping that play was tough because Joe Burrow made, and that's what this comes down to. Joe Burrow has it. Like, I know we joke about that, and we can talk about how talented Justin Herbert is. To me right now, Justin Herbert doesn't have it. He doesn't have that just like, it's the end of the game, and I'm going to murder, I'm going to kill you. Because we know Mahomes has it. We've seen it multiple times. Hell, even in this game, because that's another thing Cincinnati ruined, is I don't get a... He, he ruined Grim Reaper, and now he ruined the Air Mahomes play because they lost both of those that's games. Right. That's right. And that was an awesome play, and we don't get to talk about it as much because they lost both of those games, both to Cincinnati, because of those moments. Because, damn it, Cincinnati, I'm mad at you for ruining Grim Reaper the next day, or the next week. Yeah, no, they're a, pain in the, they're a pain in the ass. They're they're an absolute. They're 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 you know Tennessee. I guess we call the pain in the ass, and the Chiefs still have beat yeah. them. Cincinnati is more than that. Again, I'll keep using the 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 Ravens word that they use for the Chiefs. Like they're, they're they are the Chiefs kryptonite. And I, I see already on the text line, some people are saying, "Well, I I, I want Buffalo. We or I want Cincinnati. I mean, uh, we need to end this." Man, this is like I, when it was is, back in the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, nah, yeah, don't no, wish for bad things. Not, no, you, you don't like you like, want Tennessee I, and the Jets. I, 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 does it, else. does it make it sweeter if you beat them in the playoffs? Sure. You'll, you'll appreciate that. You won't care about what happened yesterday. If you're the chiefs and you beat Cincy in the playoffs, I I'm with you there, but you're, you're also trying to get back to the super bowl. And right now the biggest obstacle for Kansas city to get to the super bowl again is Cincinnati. Idiot. You're right, Cody. It's not Buffalo. The biggest obstacle is Joe Burrow in Cincinnati he, and Jamar chase. He has a killer instinct that throw to T Higgins. That's a dart. I mean, pressure was bearing down. They were getting to Joe Burrow on that play. He threw it in two and a half seconds 
with a half a yard of separation, and he drilled the guy, man. It was a perfect throw. Like, he has that in those games. And what's funny is, in, and, like, we've seen Josh Allen show some of that because it's not like he didn't do that in that game against Kansas City, right? He just kept scoring. Mahomes just kept scoring with him. They were doing it back yeah. and forth together. But it seems like for whatever reason in these games between each other, this is the only quarterback this happens to. In the biggest moments in these games, consistently against well, Burrow, Burrow has the moment. Mahomes doesn't. Now, Mahomes never got his chance. He threw it to Kelsey. They fumbled. And then they never saw the football ever again. Right? They just didn't get it back. They just never got their chance again to do it. So it's it's not like Mahomes had his chance, and it's not like he made that mistake. But Burrow keeps no, making it, those plays. They're a thorn in the side. They're whatever you want to say. we got to yeah. show up here and again on a Monday, and I'm not definitively – like, I'm not going to come here and say, hey, is Cincinnati a better team than the Chiefs? No, I don't think so. But will they beat the Chiefs again in a playoff game? Maybe, because they consistently do. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – the, the the thing with Cincinnati, we're talking about Joe Burrow, but also look at their defense. We know Kansas City scored 24 points, the same score as the AFC title game, 27-24. Yeah. Uh, weird how that all worked out in the same fashion in terms of – And that they're all three-point games. All three, all three are three-point games, but – Travis Kelsey in in each of these games they've they've been able to limit him. It's kind of, I mean if you take a look at it they're one of the few teams we we've, we've talked about Travis Kelsey being unguardable which he has been for 99.9% of this season. But not just yesterday you go back to even the AFC they they have been able to limit Travis Kelsey who of course is the the most dangerous weapon on the football field for Kansas City other than Patrick Mahomes himself and they have been able to force other guys to have to make plays. And there was also that moment as well where they, they were not able to do so. The Chiefs offensively have scored six points in the fourth quarter versus Cincinnati. Now, the third quarter, the Chiefs blew it up. Looked like they were going to actually find a way to win this game. We can get into what happened after that a little bit later on this hour. But six points in the fourth quarter against Cincinnati. They've been able to buckle down in the crucial moments, and the Chiefs have. The Cincinnati's defense has gotten those stops in the fourth quarter. And the Chiefs this defense, year has, just not against that, Cincinnati. And, and that's the thing. They cannot sack Joe Burrow. It is mind-boggling <laughs> because so last year it was, well, they can't sack anybody, right? And that, that was the Chiefs can't sack anybody. They this, this, year they, this year they've been able to sack teams, right? They, they, I think going in, Cody, they're what, sixth or seventh or so, the Chiefs yeah. were, in the league in terms of getting sacks. They are incapable of sacking a quarterback by the name of Joe Burrow. It's not possible for them. It's the only team that has struggled to do this for Joe Burrow. Need I remind you, despite overhauling the offensive line all last season, all offseason, I should say, for Cincy, they still are not a good offensive line. Plenty fifth of teams, and sacks allowed. Plenty of teams, yeah, fifth and sacks allowed. Plenty of teams have gotten to Joe Burrow. Kansas City cannot. It was actually worse than the AFC title game. It was, again, in this game, yeah, even though this defense was. is better. It because was they got worse. more pressure in, in, in the, the AFC, AFC title, title game. game. Chris Jones had his paw on Joe Burrow a couple times. This game, they got quote unquote pressure, but they were not even they weren't even as close as they were in the AFC title game to bringing him down. No, it you cannot. This is look. This is the thing. This is why Andy doesn't like trash talk. If you talk this much trash and then you don't show up, this is how it's going to look. They came in by the way fifth, fifth in team sacks in the NFL coming into this game. The Cincinnati was fifth worst in the NFL in giving up sacks. And they got one freebie sack yeah, right know. at the yeah. end of the game. And that didn't even stop them from still getting the third and 11 on a play where you finally got pressure, but Joe Burrow made a great throw. I, I know I missed part of the conversations around the trash talk, oh, yeah. but I mean, Justin Reed was downright bad in this game. He was bad. He was missing tackles. He letting Samaje P. Ryan run him over. He wasn't good. He was bad in this football game. Nick Bolton is a sure tackle. He made a tackle on a third and five play. The problem was he made the tackle, but he let the guy slip away just enough to get the first down. They missed 700 tackles in this game. Like, you can't talk that much trash and then do it. Because then what happens is Jamar Chase is allowed to send a gif out of him dancing, saying tuna in a can again. Still not totally sure what that means. But still saying yeah, we, that was our mystery on Friday. There's a lot of theories. We've, we, we heard quite a few. We thought maybe simply just thinks that he stinks. Oh, because tune in a can would stink. And then, of course, there were some other references. Or that us. it's like easy, like it's an easy meal. Like you just yeah. open the can and eat it. Mm-hmm. That some people went more <laughs> Could like be both. Maybe. What's your theory? I thought I went with the stinks part. I thought originally that was maybe my 
guess. It is one of the stinkiest foods. Yeah. Then some people thought he was calling him like a female cat. There was a lot of there was a lot of things. Because well, there was a cat. He put a cat emoji at the end of it. Yep. But also, he plays for a cat team. Yeah. Oh, there was there was so a that's lot. that's tough. I'm convinced there. he made it up on the spot, and now it's a thing. Well, hey, look they, again. Oh, they, they're gonna print they shirts, dude. They're gonna print shirts and say tuna, tuna in, a in a can. Yeah, yeah. Look, this is what you get to do when you own a team right now. Did you see the Since, graphic that Cincinnati yeah. released last night after the game? The Kingdom one. Kingdom yeah. Fallen. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this is what. This is what you, you deserve. Get, this. This is what you get to do. This is what you get to do. As long as you continue to own a Here's, team. And right now, they own the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a fact. There's no disputing it. If you're a Chiefs fan, you, you got to hope that you get the last laugh this season, either by beating them in the playoffs or that they just get knocked out in the playoffs and you find yourself in the AFC title game again going to the to the Super they, Bowl. But right now, they have your number. And the defensive thing is, is the most frustrating of all, honestly, for me, is, is that this defense actually this year more than ever. Usually, I know you and I have gone back and forth about the defense. Like this year, like more faith than we 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 yeah. all agreed on the show. More faith than in the past. And I still think that they're a better defense than they were a year ago. But against this team, they're incapable of doing it. And I actually like on the the the, the third down play in particular, where the Chiefs had. And I understand Jamar Chase gets paid to make plays as well. And Jamar Chase is an incredible talent. But we've all seen the still shot of the image on that third and fourth and five. Where four Chiefs players were in the right there Ugh, to potentially play. make a tackle. Spags had them schemed up. They didn't blitz. Yeah, before they, you're like Spags, you're like, no, they, four guys I, are standing there. I understand that that's the easy target, but the Chiefs actually had the right call. Cincinnati was going to get the ball out quick on that pass to Chase because they thought Spags was going to bring the house or at least blitz, right? And he didn't. He sent everyone to the he flat. Said, and they, they had the flat covered. They were they did not make a play. And that's that's what's unusual. How many times in the offseason we talk about, like, you know, how much was it scheme? How much was it talent? And the one thing we, we liked about this year's defense, and I still do for the most part, is that they've got better yeah. athletes and they got guys that are making plays in the spots that they're at. And yesterday, that was the complete opposite. That looked like the defense from a year ago where guys – uh, or the, the scheme was correct, but guys flat out did not make plays. And that's exactly what happened on defense yesterday against Cincinnati. To me, it, it boils down to the thing, because Chris Jones did not have his best game. Problem is, if Chris Jones isn't a part of their pass rush, the pass rush still doesn't exist. Because they took him out of the game, then you were relying on everyone else. Dunlap had that one big cool play on the yeah. fourth down that felt like Huge. maybe it was going to swing the massive momentum towards Kansas City. Against his old team, right? Felt like a big moment. But outside of that, the defensive ends were unheard of. Again, Karloff just got the sack, but it was a freebie. Burrow just laid down and got touched. What what I think happened as well is if you're Cincinnati, understandably so, you have Chris Jones, who's by far the best defensive player on that team. And you're like, all right, we're going to make someone else beat us. So what do they do? They What has happened to Chris Jones a lot? We're going to double team you. We're going to make sure yeah, you're not the factor. What we, we, we believe our tackles, who have been struggling for Cincinnati, by the way, heading into this game, we, we believe our tackles can hold up against a rookie in Karloftis, against a Mike Dana, a, against a Carlos Dunlap. We believe those guys can hold up. And, and they did. Like, that was, I, I think their game plan was we're going to make somebody other than Chris Jones beat us. And we're willing to risk the one-on-one matchups and maybe some liability with our tackles against the rookie. And it paid off. It didn't, they were able to limit Chris Jones. Other teams have tried to do that, and it hasn't worked as effectively. That, that to me, was the key of why we're sitting here talking about the Chiefs being actually worse getting after Burrow than they were even in the AFC title game. It's just the same. Yeah, I mean, the issue being that they can't I – I don't know why it's just this team. Like, again, last year, you're right. They were just a bad pass rush team. And this year, at times, I understand – they may be mediocre is how you describe it. But generally speaking, they do get sacks. They do consistently get them. And if they can't consistently get them, then why is it that it is slowly dying away? Because that is the part that is frustrating and confusing and not under. But it's, it comes down to Chris Jones. They still don't have another pass rusher that goes with him. Like Carla, you know, Dunlap is consistent but not enough and all these things that come with it. And I could chalk some of it up to them being young, but it's just, it's annoying. It's annoying, especially because this is, and I, look, I'd like to talk. It's good for fodder and conversation. We hardly ever see Kansas City do this. It's a lot more enjoyable when the trash talk can continue because you won. But But they gave up 450 (laughs) yards on all, you know, to the Cincinnati Bengals, and they let them complete 80% of their passes, and they let them kind of do whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. That's the problem.
They only forced him to punt one time. You also only punted one time, but you also turned it over again, which caused you in there, which means you just can't make up the difference. That's really it. Yeah, and look, I, this is Chris Jones. I think we all are still having a great season. Double-digit sack guy uh, has a chance to uh, potentially uh, set still his career high. But can we, like, you, we all gone and talked about the defensive player of the year conversation. Like, yesterday is also why you're not the defensive player of the year. I'm sorry. Like, that, that's why you're not. You can still have a career year. I still absolutely, of course, want Chris Jones back. Anybody all of a sudden not saying they don't want him back is crazy based off of one game. But that's also why you're not Micah Parsons, why you're not a defensive player of the year. You can't have a, a performance. You just laid out the numbers, Cody. You can't have that kind of performance against a bad offensive line and not have a huge impact in the game directly. I'm sorry. So that's why we can please stop with the, the, the conversation about, well, he should really be discussed about being a defensive player of the year. That, that has to end. I mean, it's okay. hard for me because I'd have to go back through and be like, is Micah Parsons had a bad game? I mean, because that's all this is. Chris Jones had a bad game. Yeah, but this is this is the narrative around Chris Jones against Cincinnati and in the playoffs, which we are not in the playoffs yet, fortunately. But just this these these moments yeah. right here, the, the, you you can be as good as Chris Jones is and still not be a defensive player of the year. That's Can't all be I'm bad saying. against like, this team. You're not a defensive player of the year. That's that's fine. He's a help. Again, sign him to an extension, please, this offseason. But we can stop with the the fun conversation about him. Well, he should be, you know, he should have the second best odds for defensive player of the year. No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. He never has, and he's not going to. Well, the odds part doesn't. Well, it does matter. I mean, that's. <laughs> no, it does. But for this cover, like for the conversation of should he be included and it doesn't. I don't care what they say about well, what Chris I mean, Jones well, should then I, be. Then I guess we can play, I guess for rookie of the year, I guess we can just say anybody should be part of the conversation, even if they're not really part of the conversation. No, it does it, matter. Like, I mean, I can't just name like, like that's like me saying suddenly whoever the eighth best quarterback in the league, like he should be talked about as the MVP because I think he should. Yeah, I don't think that. No, I'm not going to just let the odds makers or gambling no. determine my no. conversations surrounding. He was 30 and 20 to one. He never was in the real defensive player of the year conversations. And I'm I thought saying. that at the time, I thought that that was unfair. I really did. I thought that that was very unfair for a long period of time because I thought he deserved to be in this conversation. As far as any other odds, what you're talking about, yeah, his odds are going to be hurt by the fact that well, he wasn't a big time player in a big time game. I understand that coming into this game, he had actually moved up to fifth. He was only behind four other players. Micah Parsons, obviously, who was the massive, massive yeah, favorite. Micah Parsons is going to win the award. And yeah. three other defensive ends who, at this point, had done it. But I don't think that just because gambling Nick odds Bosa. say that he's not a defensive end, because to me, that's just the unfair nature of the way these things work. It doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have a conversation because the sports betting odds won't no, you, entertain you, it. You can have a conversation. I'm saying that I, I didn't agree with the conversation, and we don't need to have the conversation anymore. It, because he was quiet me. in a big like, game. Well, this is probably the Creed Humphrey thing from Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He deserved and should have been in the conversation the entire time. Don't don't care. Didn't matter to me what they said at that time. The problem is they he deserved to be in the conversation. He just wouldn't because he was a center. I don't care that sp- sports betting are doing it based on what the writers are doing. Well, and the writers deter- are wrong. Man, the writers do determine who wins these, man. Like they, they, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that the voting, that's the voting process. It sucks, but that is like, it's not just like what, what fans in a certain city think it is. That's the pro bowl. If we want that, that's, that's how the pro bowl works. It's fans in a certain city for the most part, the, the MVP fair or not crappy or not. It's 53 voters. The, I think the defensive player of the year might, is probably the same Try amount of voters, number. something like that. It sucks. Like I'm, I, if we want to have a conversation about like how the voting process goes, I'm with you like that, that, that is a fair, that is a fair thing that should be re rediscovered as well. Real quick though, and then we'll get right back into what I think was the, the big swing in the game other than the defensive performance. We'll get to that in about seven minutes or so. Uh, you had a party on Saturday, and uh, I did. I, only one of us showed up, so I'm, I'm, I was glad to show Nick up. Nick never shows up no. to anything I uh, invite him to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I appreciate the invite. We had a, we had a good time. Great chili. I saw a few of our coworkers, or at least one of our other coworkers. Binkley was supposed up. to make it, but yeah, he, he had some, unfortunately he had some car trouble or whatever. Car but, issues. Um, but Nick, uh, Nick, how come you don't come to anything I invite you didn't to? See you at the party on Saturday. I you to the Creed Humphrey dinner at Boulevard. I didn't, see, I, didn't see, I didn't see Pete Sweeney at the party on Saturday. He either. was also supposed to be there. No, Pete. Oh, man. So let's address Pete first. And then once <laughs> we're done, oh if we God. have time, if we have time, then we can get if to me. If we have time? Yeah. <laughs> and that's not true that I don't come to anything that you invite me to. I came oh. to your poker night. Gold wasn't there. True. I came to a seafood dinner. Well, that was a date. I that was, was like there. a date thing. You guys I was did there. Your, that was a couple's thing. That's why Gold I didn't, that. didn't show up. You guys did I don't a couple's thing. I, yeah, sure I went to the Plaza Art Fair thing. with you. Gold wasn't there. That wasn't there. a party, though. So that was just like, really, do you want to hang out? This was a party and invite really an RSVP. I have named now three events that I attended 
That gold didn't. The only one I didn't. So there's anybody who should be for college football. There's anybody who should be on trial here. It's Alex. No, opt out Alex. He opts a, out of every dinner. He opts out of every event. Not but he was same. here. He was there for Chile. I was, I was at Chile because Cody invited us two weeks ahead of time, and it was an event. Him all of a sudden two days before saying, do you want to do a couple's dinner? Makes more sense for you to say yes than it does for me. I'm not going to be third wheel at Cody's house on a dinner with you and your girlfriend and Cody and his wife. Why not? That's, that's just, I'm not going to do that. And but, I'm glad I didn't have the Chipino. You guys got sick. I'm it glad. wasn't the Chipino. I'm glad. It was just the general house. Uh, by the way, the chili was good. Nobody got sick. No, Nobody got sick no from sick. the chili. Everyone's fine. Nice. <laughs> so we're good. Everybody was happy. Awesome. And Nick, in a one way, did contribute to the chili because oh. I made the green chili that he's talked about a hundred oh, times. Oh, how did it go over? Seemed like people enjoyed it. Yeah, did you? There wait, were three types I, of chili available. One was the green chili that Nick I made. I wish he would have had the green chili to know if we would have thought Nick's was better than yours. Would like had some of Nick's yep. too, like yep. side by side. Had two green chilies, yours and his. And well, I, I think Nick could just make us his green chili, and then you could determine you've had the other one. Yeah, you now could taste this is both true. hypothetically and make a what determination. What would you rate it? What would you rate his green chili? I'm not a huge green chili person. I had three people so, asked yeah. for the recipe, so yeah. that felt like a ringing endorsement. It, my favorite was just the regular. Only two asked for the red chili. All all oh. beef chili. Because Cody had all, like an all beef one, a vegetarian one, and then a green uh, pork green chili or whatever. But uh, it was really good, yeah. Maybe next time, Nick. We're having something on the at uh, the twenty third of my house. Would you like to come? No. Oh, okay. Well, just thought I'd invite you early. Alex, you're also welcome, and I Nick might not show it. again. I, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, might not show. See, that's the problem is I'd say no to things, and you don't <laughs> accept it. You don't accept it. You don't accept that I could say no to something. You still expect me to be there, and then you're mad when I don't show up, even though I already told you I wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You make it seem like I'm RSVPing yes all the time, and then I just no show. Come no, up. you're like a maybe guy normally, and then don't show. <laughs> I think he did put maybe. I'm not sure. He put no he eventually. Oh, did he? Okay. Coming up next, though, it was the huge swing in the game, and it also speaks to a bigger problem the Chiefs have had this year on offense. That's next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This holiday season, give a gift beyond compare. Topsy's popcorn is great for game time snacking, holiday parties, or is a perfect anytime treat. Visit Topsy'sPopcorn.com or one of our stores today. Topsy's popcorn, it's the good stuff. All right, back here on Cody and Gold. Just getting started on a Monday. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwart with you. Nick's Notable Notes about 15 minutes away. Reminder, Andy Reid live on a Monday. The only place you can hear from him at noon right here on 610 Sports Radio. We've talked about the defense. We'll continue to talk about the defense who, uh, <laughs> to put it lightly, struggled uh, and cannot sack Joe Burrow ever. It's not possible, it seems. I hate it. I understand Everyone else can. I know they technically got a sack yesterday, but as you pointed out, that was kind of a, the way that the Don't you think it's actually next level? 
like the with all it's, of the roughing the passer penalties that have been called against the well, Chiefs, whether wonder, it was the Colts game or the Bucks yeah. game or the the Raiders game. Maybe they've just decided, you know what, it's not worth it. Well, I know well, that looked like that on the final play I, of the game. I, I was going to say, I know you're joking, but on that play where Mike Dana <laughs> just was stopped. there, I honestly think if that was like in his mind, because at bare minimum, like you felt like he was going to be able to bat the ball down or something. He, st- he seemingly just stopped right next to Joe Burrow. So yeah, that's, we can get back into that particular play. But I, I also think the play that really swung it and it, and it's tough because this guy has won the Chiefs so many games that they had no business winning. So it feels bad so, saying bad things. But that Travis Kelsey fumble was massive, man. Yeah, it, was it swung that the Chiefs had just come up with a huge stop on defense, actually. <laughs> They're up four, about 12, 13.52 to go in the game. Chance to go up two possessions with a touchdown to make an 11-point game. Or at bare minimum, maybe you get a field goal to make it a seven-point game. All the momentum's on your side. Where they would have been you, on the field if he's down is yeah, they would, already near the, field goal range. Since territory, the momentum was all on your side. You just got done having a dominant third quarter. I mean, the Chiefs dominated. They, they got, had three straight touchdown drives. Yeah, they, the Chiefs were, were dominated in three quarters, but the one quarter they crushed since was the third. And so you got that momentum coming in. It's the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, Cody, you're right. They're driving down the field. They're already in Cincy territory. And then a great punch out of the football and strip of the football by Sensi. And obviously, it, I'm sure Kelsey was beating himself up about it. And by the way, Kelsey will be on uh, the Chiefs Kingdom show tonight with Mitch Holtis right here on 610 Sports Radio at, uh, at 6 o'clock. But that was just such a massive swing. And, Cody, it brings up the, the bigger concern about turnovers, both uh, not getting them and then also – where the Chiefs are now in terms of they, they've been giving away I, the football quite a bit, seven straight games. Look, I know it was early on. You were like, hey, it's a little too early for this to be a, a, like a real concern because I probably brought this up like week five or six. Yeah, the concern, though, like was that they weren't getting takeaways. I wasn't the first six weeks. They weren't giving away the ball every single okay, week. So which is now what it's di- both. Now it's a problem. So yeah. it is their single biggest flaw. It is at this point the single biggest fear I have that is going to lose them a playoff game. Because it very simply lost them this game. That Kelsey fumble, you can't say like, hey, one play doesn't lose you a game. That one did. I know that you're saying one play, that one did. That one play lost the Chiefs the game. They could have won it in other ways. They could have tried to win the game in other ways. But if they very simply, if Travis Kelsey is down and doesn't fumble, they win that game, I'm convinced. They were moving the ball for the fourth consecutive drive. They were going to go down there and score three or seven. If it's just three. And just so you know, they're the number one ranked red zone scoring touchdown team in the NFL. So there's a pretty good chance. 70% of the time, they go down there and put it in the end zone if they get to the 20. They were 15 yards from that. They were going to end up there. They were probably going to score a touchdown, even in the rare case that they don't. And it becomes a field goal. They're up seven with 10 to play after some clock ticks away. Burrow goes down and scores a touchdown. There's three minutes to go. The Chiefs have the football, and they've done nothing but move the ball in the entire second half because they go down there and score in that one too. That's it. That's the game. I can see how it plays itself out. The problem is, is that the turnovers are this team's biggest problem. Complain about anything else you want. Safety play, linebacker play, wide receivers. I don't care. Turnovers are their real issue. They are negative four right now in differential. It's the sixth worst in the NFL. Would you like to know about the company they keep? Here are the teams who have a worst turnover differential or the same as them. The Saints, who are 4-8, the Colts, who are 4-8-1, and one, the Rams, who are 3-9, and nine, the Texans, who are 1-10-1, and Cleveland, who is 5-7. Matter of fact, in the bottom 10 turnover differential teams in the NFL, there are only two winning teams, the Chiefs and Miami. Miami is the ninth worst turnover team from, take, from, a, from a differential standpoint in the NFL. That's it. It's like I uh, – we did the It's Always Game Day in Kansas City podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Last night on the show – this is really the problem with it, Gold, is if I asked you, if I, if I polled all 32 NFL coaches, I asked you right now, hey, 32 NFL coach, give me the single stat you think is the most important for whether or not you win or lose this football game. What's the answer? From 90% of those coaches, turnovers, right? And they're bad at it. They don't take the ball away, and they give it away too much. Seven straight games is a lot, Gold. They're giving it away constantly. Yeah, that's where it becomes a problem. Again, it's, if, if, you're, if you're not going to take away the football, then you better be protecting it. And that's, that's why it's become a problem. You're right. You brought it up early on in the season. Like you were concerned about the takeaways at that point in time, they just weren't turning the ball over themselves. And that's, that's what's so problematic right now. And that, that is something that can absolutely come back to bite you come playoff time. And it is, you know, other than just playing Cincinnati, it has become 
their biggest issue at this point in time. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes talked about that fumble from Travis Kelsey uh, after the game. Yeah, I mean, just I just tell him to continue to be himself. I mean, we've seen Travis do that many of times and get all those extra yards, which are hard-fought yards in this league. And um, obviously they made a good play. Um, they stripped the ball out right at the very end there. Um, but I'm taking Travis fighting for extra yards every single time because that's the type of competitor that he is. Yeah, 99% of the time, Travis Kelsey is going to win you football games. That, that's why I think still the attention, even that, that play swung the game, no doubt. But when your offense still scores on the road, uh, 24 points, um, you feel like you should you should win a football game, you do, and and then that that's where it goes right back to the defensive conversation. And that despite even the fumble, you had a chance still to win that game. And and then you look at the decision that the Chiefs had offensively late in the game, where there was a fourth down and they elected to kick the fifty-five yard field goal. And Harrison Butker, of course, it's been pretty good been rocky us. on extra points. But the one thing that you do feel confident in typically with Harrison Butker, Cody, yeah, is those 45-plus yard field goals. He's been nails for the most part in his career. He's been one of the better kickers when it comes to that. The field goal's missed, and you never get the ball back. And what? I know there was some criticism about the decision to kick the field goal. I wonder how much, and we'll hear from Andy coming up at noon, how much did also, let's not forget, your quarterback was limping off the field at that point in time. And, and we, and he limps I, all and, and, the time, dude. Like, Mahomes limps like twice yeah, a game. This, okay, <laughs> it's fine. So, Who cares? Okay, I don't know about so, that. Hold on. So, I know he does limp well, like, hold on. So, like nine games a year. So he's <laughs> fine. So we, okay, I, I kind of know what you're saying, whereas his walk has a little limp yes. to it. But this was not, as we all he watched the game, like, we, we, his, yeah, no, like, his, always looks like he's limping. I don't like, care. Like his, his walk has a little limp. Anyway, this was more than the normal limp. This was an actual limp. I would just love to know. We, we didn't get the answer because he didn't get back on the field. And he said after the game that his foot's fine and all that. But was that part of the thinking from Andy or was it just pl- complete blind faith in, in a Harrison Butker? Like, it doesn't matter. We're going to kick this 55 yarder guys. I think unfortunately, based on what the defense did on the next drive, that she would have probably would have lost this game anyway. Hindsight being 2020, like, they were stopping stop. Cincinnati anyway. And they could Cincinnati easily could have kicked the field goal with where they were at. I mean, they had plenty with well. plenty of time, yeah, right? Was, it didn't even come down the to the end was nails in the postseason for Cincy last year. Uh, so that, that's, that decision, like that to me, is pretty far down the list of like, oh my gosh, this is no, a terrible but, thing. What do you think was but, bigger, though? What do you think was bigger? That Kelsey fumble yeah, or the Jamar Chase third down conversion? Which play do you think Kelsey went fumble. farther to determining the outcome of the game? The Kelsey fumble because you're marching down to go up two scores. Like that Jamar Chase play is so infuriating because, yes, he's a great player, but you had, yeah, you, you had the right defense called. You were there. So that's so frustrating. That's why everybody has kind of keyed in on that that screenshot that's been floating around. But the the Kelsey fumble, you you had man, all the momentum you're coming off a great third quarter, you're kicking their ass at that point in time and you could go up 11. And if they go up 11, guys, they they even with the issues on defense, they would have won this football game. So that's why I think that was the 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 more impactful play. The not getting the stop of Chase is the one that is more frustrating if that makes sense. Yeah. But I just like you go back to the it's not that trusting Butker to make a 55 yard kick is crazy. It is this year. This is the least consistent yeah. well, Harrison Butker's ever an been. Issue. That's an issue for a guy who's making what? Four and a half million dollars. Sure. But he's, he's been hurt. He's never been the same since he got hurt. So he's not last year's Harrison Butker. You can't trust him in that spot the same way you could years before. And I know that this sounds played a little bit and I think people get a little tired of it, but it's absolutely true that if you ask me in any game situation, Hey, man, it's a super important part of the game. And do you want to trust any kicker, even if it was Justin Tucker to a point, if you want any kicker to make a 55-yard field goal or Patrick Mahomes to get four yards, my answer, mine, is always going to be Patrick Mahomes. Always. He'd already converted two fourth downs in that game, and look, one took an extraordinary effort from Juju Smith-Schuster. He had a break yes. a tackle. He wasn't going to get to the outside. It was a great play yeah, by him got hurt on the play, to convert so. it and came back in in a couple yeah. of snaps. But he... He made a great individual effort, but the, he converted two fourth downs already. And in that moment, I'd rather just do that. And similar to the thought that Joe Burrow had pointed after the game, Joe Burrow got asked a little bit about when they were driving down the field. And he's like, well, you know, against this team, field goals aren't going to do it, right? We knew at the end of the game, we couldn't just kick a field goal and win the game. You know, like it wasn't going to work that way. We were going to have to drive it out. We couldn't leave them time. They can win with any amount of time. Cincinnati against you is that. You knew that kicking that field goal was just like, Stopping your life for a little bit. 
You know, it wasn't going to win you the game. It was just going to stop you from losing it a little longer. Like that all comes down to that, that particular play. And I know that a lot of times people like don't have revisionist history because he missed it. No, I, I've made my stance very clear about how often I want the Chiefs to go for it, especially in those moments with Patrick Mahomes. What's I wanted weird, them to go for it. What's been weird, though, and like each game is different. In the times this year where Andy's, uh, quote-unquote, been more conservative and, and kicked the field goal, I'll go back to the Week 2 game yeah. against the Chargers, and, and even uh, a couple weeks ago where they or the, in, the, in the, I think it was the Titans game maybe. I don't know. I got my games mixed up here. But the, some of those times were like, hey, go for it. Don't kick the field goal. They actually ended up needing that field goal. It actually ended up being a good decision at the end of the game. So it's not as if it's been like this year, actually, some of the circumstances Early where, the game, sure. it, where it's actually been beneficial f- for them. Uh, and this game, the way it was going with your defense's inability to, to get the stops, I think that's why it was frustrating to see that. I just wonder if the limp maybe played any role in that Harrison Bucker was three for four of 50 plus yard before uh, that game, uh, that kick, I should say he's now three for five from 50 plus. So while it may not be the same as seven for nine of a year ago or four for four from 50 plus from two years ago, um, it's still a kick that let's be honest. You do expect him to make though, right? That's we sure. Oh, yeah. That is a kick. You expect him to make. I didn't like the decision, but I also thought it would probably go in. Yeah. Like, I understand he missed it, and kickers do miss things. Quarterbacks miss throws, whatever things come in this play. But that decision is still where, like, Andy can't fully let go of the where his mindset normally is versus where some other coaches have decided to be more aggressive. At times, Andy, to me, waffles. Shows it a little bit, then he reins it back in. And that was one of those moments to be like, nah, do it. Because he showed going for those fourth downs in this game, earlier in that Cincinnati game, was aggressive. More aggressive than Andy normally is. Like, wow, fourth and goal down here. Andy's going to go for it. He knows he needs a touchdown this time. Wow, well, they're down fourteen. You know, they're down fourteen to three, and they, like, you're, the game was getting away from old them. Andy, the, but like, old Andy kicks like, it. The game, the game was getting away from there in the first quarter. They were about to get run out of the building, and to their credit, they stabilized things. And, and you felt actually good at halftime, as bad as they played. Like at halftime, yeah. you felt, oh, 14-10. It could be way worse. And they're getting the ball, and then they go and, and score then, the touchdown, and, and then of course, everything's in control again. Yeah, you know, I. I don't have as much of an issue with the the field goal call. I understand, obviously, when he missed it, I had the same thought as you did, which was, oh, well, they, they probably just lost the game because you didn't have any faith the Chiefs' defense could get any stops. And it felt like they had two different chances still to get the ball back to their offense, despite the, the, the defense's struggles, too. And then, of course, there's the big third down 11 conversion and then the Jamar Chase play, which 35. is just disgusting, honestly. Like, it, just like that's one that's going to... You're right earlier, you said it, like... Some of the the cooler and look, Mahomes has a ridiculous highlight reel, but some of the cooler plays have been erased either due to losses or just the next week or that week. For example, the the pass in the Super Bowl that everybody was amazed by, where he's like levitating above the ground, incomplete pass, blowout Super Bowl loss. I'm not, I can't frame that photo. It didn't even count. Uh, Air the, Mahomes, the Grim Reaper thing. You're right. Yeah. Died the next week because of Cincy. This one, Air Mahomes, ridiculous play. I even we were I was texting him with my brother in law. I'm like, I need that frame like everybody else. He's like dunking it's on still, a player to get a touchdown. It looked cool. It's still an insane play, but I don't know if I want it framed now because it happened it happened in a loss. So the Cincinnati has killed two yes. iconic moments in Patrick Mahomes' it, career. It has. They own the Chiefs right now. It sucks. It flat out sucks. Let's get to your notes, Nick. Gotta write something down. Nick's notable notes. Uh, I just want to start off by saying thank you once again, guys, for the time that you've allowed me to uh, to yeah, speak on my th- notes. We've thought a few times about taking it away, but we said, yeah, we'll let you keep doing it. Can I know? give you guys some reprieve from Chief's discussion for just uh, sure. a few minutes Be here? Be careful. People get very upset. We talked about chili for a couple minutes, and we people got a little offended. Chili for oh. two and a half minutes. There's and, only two people yeah. in the text line that don't want Chiefs. One person wanted us to get back to Chiefs from the chili talk, and another person would really like us to talk K-State. Are you going to talk K-State? I'm not. Well, I'm Which not we going to talk K State. We will talk K State this week, I promise. But I, yeah, the day after Chiefs game, look, if you're looking for K State talk, I, I'll just be honest. That's that's not going to happen today. I just feel like we need a palate cleanser. Yeah, and we'll I'm get right. back to Chiefs stuff coming up at 11 o'clock. College football playoff is set, guys, and it feels like we are devoid of controversy in the college football playoff, which is a great thing. I know. They secretly want controversy the same way the NFL likes controversy because it gets people talking about stuff. They want to be on the mind, the topic of conversation. But I feel like the committee got this one right. Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU three, Ohio State four. Now, some people thought maybe Ohio State should jump to three because they're a tougher matchup for Georgia and you don't punish Georgia. But in doing so, wouldn't that have also punished TCU for playing in a conference championship while Ohio State basically gets rewarded? 
for sitting yeah. at home? Hey, look, I I think they did nail it. I, Big I have no, had problems. I, I have no <laughs> issue. Past. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no issue with how the committee ultimately laid this thing out. I was a little nervous, like others were, that you were going to have two teams that played on conference championship weekend punished for playing conference championship weekend. You know, USC looked terrible. Uh, nobody's disputing that they shouldn't have been in it the way they played. But if they would have kicked out TCU for an overtime loss against a team that they already beat earlier on in the season, I think that would have been a massive mistake. And so I think I know the one person who thinks they should have done that. Uh, Jay Binkley. We were texting quite a bit over this weekend. He thought – Binkley thinks it should just uh, – the way Bink was te- – and he, he can come in. And I hope he has unlimited week, data on his phone, by the way. Yeah, he, um, the text he was messages were phone, flowing. Huh? He basically thinks it'd just be all SEC schools in the college football playoff. Essentially Pass. what he was advocating Lord. for. So. Oh, wait, so Alabama should get in? That's, That's what, what he, he wanted. Thought, yeah. No. I think the committee Why, because they're more it. talented? Because yes. I don't care about it. You well, should actually was... have to. Hypothetically, football matters in two ways. That was You both have to be talented and win football games. Yeah, the games do have <laughs> Alabama to. is notoriously missing one of those things this year. The, the games do have to matter. <laughs> All of a sudden, it was great uh, Like uh, that Nick Saban suddenly became a huge fan of Vegas lines and and favorites like, well, we would be a favorite <laughs> against all these teams. That's why we need to be in. First not of how all, it works. one, he never used to say that. Uh, two, definitely not how it works because Nick Saban, you were a 13-point favorite against LSU this year, and you lost. So the, the argument Kansas that, City was a favorite against Cincinnati yes, and just lost. Correct. So as much as I love talking spreads and stuff, that is not an indicator for sure of who's going to win a football game or not. And at least, at the very least, maybe play in your conference championship and not lose to a team that ended up losing four games in the SEC, who also got absolutely washed in the title game of what is the best conference in college football. Bama didn't even win their division. Flimsy argument. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the SEC, it feels like Georgia is embarking on maybe a Clemson-type run here. I'm not ready to say they're about to become Alabama because that is sustained success that we really haven't seen in the modern era of college football. But you talk about a team that lost 15 players to the 2022 NFL draft, and they are once again clearly the best team in college football yet again. This is impressive what Kirby Smart's doing down there. No question. Nah, I mean, look, they're they're going to end up in the national championship game, and it's hard to imagine them not winning this thing. I mean, to me, I look at... Ohio State, and I, I just, I just don't think they're going to be able with the injuries that they have in their backfield. I don't, I don't believe they'll be able. to And beat look Georgia. at the way they got just destroyed, destroyed by, by Michigan. Michigan, and they got destroyed in a way that Michigan was like, "We're more physical. We're going to punch you in the mouth. You won't be able to respond." You know who does that as well as any team in the country? Georgia, pretty damn physical. Have you seen the freaks they have on defense? So, I'm with you. They're more well, of a finesse team that I don't think can hang with the dogs. Well, and like, Al- you know, anytime they're on like those Alabama or those Clemson runs. They don't even have to have, like, the world's greatest quarterback to do it. Just Stetson Bennett. So he's just <laughs> fine. He's just like a fine college quarterback. He's not Caleb Williams. He's, he's like not somebody He's 26 or he's 25 just, years old. Yeah. yeah, dude, he's, well, like, anytime great schools, when they go through these runs, they'll win it with the, the you know, the middle tier whatever quarterbacks of nothing worlds. You're like, have fun being, you know, going to Alabama. Athens and being an SEC commentator Alabama only on TV. started getting great quarterbacks like six years ago. Yeah. Before that, it was the uh, A.J. McCarrens, the Greg McElroys. Mm-hmm. And they the went world. 10 games with Greg McElroy. Yeah. 11 games, 12 games, didn't matter. But. Speaking of Stetson Bennett, uh, gave himself a nice little push there in the SEC championship game. Four touchdowns. Heisman ballots, guys, are due tonight. Wow. Mine has been submitted. I didn't notice this. I don't know if they have you do this every year, but they changed the voting process a little bit. You have to sign a digital non-disclosure agreement. This year when submitting uh, your ballot, I cannot, guys. So don't ask. Please respect it. Respect the NDA. All right. I like, cannot submit. I cannot reveal who I voted for until December 10th. So you're just going to have to wait. No, nah, just tell be, us. It should be Caleb Williams getting first place votes. Second place should go to TCU's quarterback, Max uh, Duggan. And the third should either be CJ Stroud or Stetson Bennett. I will say this. It is only mentioned one SEC. Player. It is much murkier than it was three days ago because yeah. of the fact that Caleb Williams lost, even though he was he still good in a losing a effort. Line. Yeah, the guy yeah. was also playing with a, a, well, with a hamstring pop. You couple that with what was an incredible performance by Max Duggan, the way he sort of willed TCU yeah, back into awesome. that game. If awesome. they would have won, it would have gotten much more interesting. But I do think this. I do think Max Duggan's going to get a lot of first he place should. votes. He should. He's definitely going to New York. That's not even a question. But as you know, Nick, as a Heisman voter, 
A lot of people voted before Saturday's games, which sucks. Flat out sucks. Wait, what? Also, yeah, you can. You don't is, know this? They send the ballots yeah. out last Monday. That's what, yeah, Cody, it's ridiculous. So wait, people are voting early? That's stupid. People yes. do it every year. Why wouldn't they just wait to vote? I don't know. Like proper Americans. I don't know. Also, you know what? I'm no longer recognizing the Heisman as a real the, trophy because of this. The Heisman. The Heisman <laughs> you just figured this out. Yeah, this has been going on for years. It, it sucks. The Heisman Trust should not even send the ballot out until Sunday morning. That's the. Especially solve, if it's digital. I think it. they do it so that. Because it is, it is a. Kind of an arduous process to uh, go through the register, and you guys wouldn't understand. Oh, wow. the, 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 putting four names down. It's no, a long no, process. I mean the. Yeah, uh, put your email the in, the password. The registering. It's like a three-factor authentication oh, sort of thing, man. Geez. It's so much technology. What they're people wouldn't vote. There's 800 people voting. You got to realize, like, votes a lot of these in. voters are like 85 years old, so it probably is difficult for them. But to for your, like auto gram to your point know. like if you would have voted on friday your ballot may be different on sunday night after seeing those games and play once out. it's submitted it's submitted right it it's is done it is submitted you can't go back no so i do think you're right gold i think it will be caleb williams and max duggan duggan's gonna get some first place votes he is because not a lot of people watch usc and the two times you probably watched them this year um, they lost it, to utah yeah. so Text line's correct. Can you can you give us a copy of the NDA? We need it. I just want to look over it a little I'm bit. I'm looking at it with yeah, my lawyers. We want to make sure that it's actually true. Otherwise, we'd like you to share your ballot on the I think, show. I think the NDA is covered by the NDA, so I don't have I to. I don't think that's how that works. I think NDA Wait, you think the NDA means you also can't share the NDA? Yes, I the think non, so. There's no way that was The included. non-disclosure agreement is also protected by a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> another think. and then there's another NDA on so there's actually 3 of them. So, we're really protected from all sides here. Interesting. There's a lot of NDAs. Hey, well, I will whenever I release my ballot, I will do it live right. on know, these airways. How about, how about this? Just tell me what what uh what their first name is. I think that would probably beat that giveaway, don't you think? How about the letter it starts with? Can that you tell us who, can you tell us who uh definitely is not on any of your ballot whatsoever? Are you allowed to say that? Uh yeah, uh no Jalen Daniels. No Jalen Daniels on my ballot. Okay. Thank mm. you for that. Mm. Thank you. Coming up next, we'll get right back into some Chiefs football. And it sucks, but it's exactly what you have to do at this point in time if you're a Chiefs fan. Next. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs' red half hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.